side of it, the effort to overthrow the last presidential election and reinstall Trump in power, that effort not only isn't just, you know, in the distant past at this point, it's literally ongoing. The week before last, the, the leader of the, the Wisconsin State Assembly um, told, Republic, Repu told reporters, excuse me, that, that Trump had called him and told him two weeks ago that he needed to decertify the results of Wisconsin's presidential election from 2020 now, which seemed insane that Trump was still making calls like that as recently as two weeks ago. But then over the weekend, look at this. We learned that in Wisconsin, the Republican who's the leader of the elections committee in that state assembly, she agrees with Trump. She wants to do it. She thinks they should decertify. And so now Wisconsin Republicans are trying to figure out, I guess, if they can call some sort of special legislative session to try to undo the 2020 election results two years down the road. They want to do that now because Trump is still pressuring them to do it. And so some of them at least want to. It's not over for them. A lot of impatience in the rest of the country as to whether or not people who tried to orchestrate this coup are ever going to pay for it. The coup orchestration efforts, meanwhile, persist. Okay, welcome. That was uh, Rachel Maddow. It's Tuesday, 26 July, the year of our Lord, 2022. This comes off of, uh, the, over the weekend, the New York Times Sunday Magazine with the Stop the Steal. It says how the movement to reinstate President Trump has gone from has gone far beyond him and now threatens the future of American elections. And I keep telling people every Monday night, Rachel, one of the biggest, most important strategic events of this year was Rachel Maddow retiring to go write the new West Wing. She's only on Monday nights. She's the brains of the operation. And remember, when we first started playing Rachel Maddow clips, Warren Jones clips, the audience hated it. The live chats, oh my God, I can't stand it. They can't stand the sound of the voices. Now you're all addicted. Why? Because you see yourself through the eyes of your enemies. This is critical. Warfare 101, you have to understand how your enemy perceives you. And much better coverage of everything we do is on MSNBC every night. Details, you don't see them on Fox. You don't see them on detailed stories. You're not going to like their take, but you have to understand what your enemy, how your enemy thinks about you. She says right there, the rolling coup. She's the only one to talk about the decertification process in Wisconsin, it's huge. It's massive. It's happening. Okay, just like Arizona. We're, look, we're not stopping till we decertify. We have to. This is not about Trump. It is beyond Trump. This is about this republic. I had to read the whole show this morning. Got redone a few minutes right before we came on, and here's why, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we were going to do economics. We got so much economics, geopolitics to get into. Boom, they're going to affect your life in the election. Remember this week. Divine Providence has it. It's a convergence of reporting of economic reports, data, earnings, all of it. The tees up Sunday, 100 days to election day. This is all the preamble. I got Cortez. I got Brett. I got Harnwell. I got others. Huge news on the laptop from hell. As we told you, there has been a effort in the FBI and the DOJ to suppress that information. We know that. The reason we know that the whistleblowers are coming forward now, Grassley's actually has the letters. He's, he's going to go and make a huge deal about this, being reported by CBS News, not Breitbart or The War Room, CBS News. And uh, Mike Davis is going to be down to break it all down. But I got to start with the hand of divine providence works in mysterious ways. In Colorado, the railhead, and we're not machine guys. Remember, we're, we're not the machine guys. We're the old-fashioned way. You got Lindell, 
And you've also got this hero that's come forward like Joan of Arc, Tina Peters, a gold star mother who lost her son in defense, you know, in, in service to his nation. And she stepped up and in service to her nation. She's in jail more often than Steve Bannon. How about that? They started with no money yesterday. The war room posse put their shoulder to the wheel. And Tina, you got to break the news. I got the one and only Tina Peters on here. Uh, also, I got uh, uh, Sharona Bishop. But Tina, tell us what's happened, ma'am. Well, we have just raised over 190000 in the last 24 hours. There, it, People are wanting this recount in Colorado. And uh, we know that Jenna Griswold is scared because she's been on CNN and all the, probably Rachel Maddow, all the, all the uh, uh, news uh, outlets saying there will be no recount for Tina Peters. Well, you know what? She's subverting. The, the, the will of the people. The will of the people says we don't want people, uh, selected officials lording over us anymore. She's targeting me again, using her political power to okay, silence. Okay, hang on. Hold on. Hold, okay, hang, hang on. I got that. But let, let me cut to the chase. In 24 hours, you've raised, you needed, I think, 156,000, 163, something like that. 190. Yeah. 256. Oh, because you raised the additional 190. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you actually have the cash. When she says that, walk me through the technical process. And by the way, here's the thing that this posse are heroes. This wasn't one guy that could come in and write a $100,000 check. This had to be done by $1,250 donations. This was all small donor. Although I understand for you folks, that's not a small donation. It couldn't be one guy. Mike Lindell couldn't come in and write a $150,000 check. It had to be small, small donations. Tina you've got to call her bluff. She says it's never going to happen. You've got the money. Walk us through technically what happens now. Okay, so today we will be issuing her a letter demanding a recount, and I can do that because I have standing as a candidate, and then she will issue us the, uh, uh, the amount, and then after that we uh, have 24 hours to, after, after that, to... Uh, Put the money in escrow. Uh, we're checking on the legality of all of that on, on her side. And, um, you know, we, we're going to get this done. And here's the thing. This is the chance, if she is legitimate, if she is honest, to uh, substantiate that Colorado is the gold standard, right? So who wouldn't want to recount to prove that what she's been doing is legitimate? And that these people have have not been selected. Hang on, they hang on, hang on. Okay, we, okay. We understand she's not legitimate, and she's not honest, and she's she's terrible. <laughs> I just want to go to the technical parts because this is going to be very important. A, a range war is about to break out. You have standing because yes. you're a candidate, and you're requesting this. You also have the, the 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 minimum requirement. You have to have X amount of cash in an escrow account, and you have that. Those two things you have, correct? Yes, that's correct. What else is there needed by Colorado black letter law that says that to preclude you from getting a statewide hand recount that 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 checks it next to the machine vote, ma'am? Okay. Well, so the machines are not proper to be certified. Uh, we've already proven that there is fraud in the machines, so it has to go to a recount. The machines, the machines running it through the machines is going to come up with the same flawed result. So um, the machines cannot be used. It must be a hand recount. And uh, that's what we're going after. 
Is she required to do a hand recount? When you say this law, is it, is it required that she has to do a hand recount or are you going to have to go to court and fight that? She is required to do a hand recount because these machines are not certifiable. Uh, and, and she was warned of that. CISA, the report that came out on CISA, uh, the reports that we've put out from a forensic image, these machines these machines deleted 29,000 electric records. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but CISA, CISA was a general thing. Is in Colorado, do you have, are you going to present to her yeah. evidence that you just can't do the machines? J. Alex Halderman actually came out with the report naming out of the 16 states, naming Colorado as one of them, that the machines were flawed in. You know, there is no disputing. When you look at the graphs, of my race, okay. as opposed to more of an organic race, you will see, you will see. And, and I know you had, uh, you had Jeff O'Donnell uh, on your show. Yeah. So yes. Great. It was great. Okay. We will, real quickly. We every legal, what do you need from, what do you, what do you need, to, what do you need from this audience? What do you need from this audience starting today to make sure this happens? Make your voice heard. Call your legislators. This affects this affects the whole United States. What we will find in Colorado, make no mistake, this will bring down their evil empire of selection uh, in in this United States through these machines. So there, it's going to be a fight. We're going to need legal counsel. We're going to need to uh, to we're going to need righteous judges to stand up, not like the judges that were appointed to attack me by, by Jared Polis here in Mesa County uh, that hit, that served me two, two arrest warrants in one week. Two arrest warrants in one week. You're right, Steve. I've been, <laughs> it's, we need people to stand up. We need, we need the, the citizens. Thank you so much. I want to shout out to all, all of the people that donated. Uh, you know, God says, let my people go. And this is the point in time where God wants to set us free. So keep supporting us. Go to my website, tinapetersforcolorado.com. You know, just stay in touch. We're going to need the help on this ongoing fight. And I know uh, Sharona will be on. She will share more about what's going on as far as the strategy. But I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Tina, you hang on for one second. Let's bring in Sharona Bishop. Sharona, give us the overview. Where do we, and particularly... We know how we got here. What happens like immediately now? Because you've got the posse has your guys back, but they want to know what's the give us some give us some commands. Well, good morning. I mean, every day I get up, I try to get my workout done and then something else explodes in Colorado because God is absolutely showing off in this state. And I want to point out it was one hundred ninety thousand dollars raised in less than 12 hours by incredible patriots in Colorado and across the country who are sick and tired of selections and the, the political elites determining our future while we all suffer under their hands. So this is a massive statement to the GOP, the RNC, and the political elites who keep trying to dictate our lives and our elected officials. So I really want to call that out, first of all. Uh, From today, the letter will be submitted. And as we all know, Jenna Griswold is a coward and a liar, so I imagine that she'll refuse it, or she'll say it can only be done by by machine. It will go to court, and we already do have standing. There's a lawsuit that's already been waged on behalf of uh, Hanks versus Griswold that declares that the machines were never legally certified in the state of Colorado. And so therefore they were never allowed to be used in the state of Colorado. What's fascinating about this situation with Tina Peters is that it is going to finally require a judge to rule on the certification or not 
of these machines in Colorado, and then it will set a precedent for the rest of the nation. So, you know, again, God is showing up in incredible ways. He is showing off right now and showing that truth will be exposed. And these liars, these criminals, Jenna Griswold and her posse are going to be exposed. Remember, she is the head of the Democrat Association of Secretaries of State for the entire nation. And so what happens in Colorado follows to the rest of the country, as the clerk said, it is extremely important for all of your viewers to stay engaged, to not only call their legislators, but to begin calling Colorado legislators. Yeah, they're not in office right now, but they're getting their messages to start calling Jenna Griswold's office and demanding this recount. She does not have the uh, authority to unilaterally rule that Tina Peters cannot have a hand count. And yet she's trying to get ahead of this. She's going on media saying, there will be no recount for Tina Peters. She does not have that kind of authority. Now, it's somewhat unfortunate that Mesa County played into her hands and gave her unprecedented authority in the first place to remove an elected official like Tina Peters from her position. But it has to stop now. These officials need to get some courage and they need to stand up for what's right, because as sure as you allow this to happen to one person, they will do it to everyone. She has been, Jenna Griswold has been sending threatening letters that imply there will be consequences for clerks who do hand counts without her permission, because you have to understand, there are thousands of people in the state of Colorado who are actively working in their own communities right now for a recount who are not, don't even know Tina Peters, have never met her personally. They just know that this result was a freaking sham, and now we're going to prove it. It must be uh, Sharona, a paper ballot hand count. Paper ballot hand count. Okay, we're going to get everybody revved up here. Uh, Sharona, what's your, how does social media, how do people follow this 24 hours a day, and where do they go? Well, they can go to America's Mom on all social media platforms. There is no apostrophe, just America's Mom. And of course, we're on Frank's speech, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday shows. I, you know, I'm just so excited because the whole reason that we started doing this is we realized our children were under attack. That's how America's Mom was born. And naturally from there, that elections yeah. matter. Sorry. And they've been selecting these people who have no backbone, no courage, who are easily manipulated and will not talk about what matters to we the people and they've used their offices now to go after our kids and so this has really far-reaching ramifications it's not about just tina peter's race she's symbiotic of what has happened in our entire nation and they are going after our hang children on. we're not having it hang on one second sharona just hang on tina peters hang on short break cortez the entire group brad harnwell tina peters sharona bishop Get another cup of coffee. We're getting jacked up in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices. And supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand. End quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold. Physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. 
With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You know, I want the Rachel Maddow Show, every MSNBC, Morning Joe, the New York Times, the guys who wrote the cover story here about the, this now movement is part of permanent part of our, our movement to stop the steal, decertification, all of it. Um, on, and we're fighting on 30 fronts in this, and we're not going to stop. We're going to, I want people to understand something. We're going to decertify the Biden electors. We have an obligation to every generation that came before us, every patriot's grave. We have an obligation, a sacred obligation to set things right. And we are going to set them right. And it doesn't care who you throw in jail. It doesn't care who you try to silence or deplatform. This is a populist uprising and it is not going to stop. It's not. The righteous indignation of the American people, we're going to get this and we're going to sort it out. And you're stuck with the tar baby. You cheated and put him in there. Now the free fall, you all want to, you're going to start trying to cut him loose. Not going to happen. In January, when we take the House, what do you think the new January 6th commission, committee is going to be? And by the way, it's going to have a ranking member and it's going to have a minority council like it, like it should right now. You're going to, Democrats are going to have the ability to actually have cross-examined witness, all of it. This has to be like Watergate because we're going to get to the bottom. We're going to adjudicate in front of the nation under sworn testimony, Arizona and Georgia and Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin. And for good measure, we're going to throw in Colorado and a couple of three others. Okay. And we're going to find out about the FBI and we're going to find out about the CIA. You don't think the FBI corrupt? Look at the laptop from who's the first people to break the laptop from hell on this show. A New York Post put it up that night and then war. This is the reason we we're banned from Twitter. And we're extraordinarily proud of our work on the laptop from hell, which he told you at the time exactly what it was. Now you got whistleblowers in the FBI that said they suppress it. What I kept saying, Bill Barr, Bill Barr and Chris Ray had the laptop in December of 2019. Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren would have been the candidate if it had been put forward. Everyone knows that. People in D.C. know that. People in the FBI know that. We're not going to back off. Today, uh, it, this was a miracle. This was a miracle. And it was driven by Sharona Bishop and Tina Peters. And I talked to Lindell the other day. I said, man, we're, th this is, we're throwing the ball way downfield in the fourth quarter. And guess what? Just like in 16. Just like in 20, remember the big steal is providential. God's will, God works in mysterious ways. We had to see, the people that didn't understand it had to see what they were like, had to see their radicalness, had to see what they want to do with this country. Every pronoun, every part of the groomer, every part of this invasion on the southern border, what they're doing in Ukraine, what they've done to the economy, this transition to the, to the Green New Deal, all of it, the face cards that be turned up, the middle class in this country, they're about, out and about their lives, would never have seen it. God worked in mysterious ways. The big steal was God's will for us to be able to understand exactly what's going on in the country. 
You can't question the way divine providence works. It works like it works. Sharona Bishop, how do people get to, I want everybody in this audience, money's one thing, but your will is a thousand percent more important than your money, your being. And we need everybody. This is a crusade. And it's not going to stop. Media matters. No, it's not going to stop. Mediaite, it's not going to stop. New York Times, all of you, we're winning. We're ascendant. And we're not going to stop ever until we decertify those electors. Once those electors are decertified, hey, guess what? Then people are going to have to deal with it. Tina Peters, how do, uh, Toronto Bishop, you first. How do people get to you and follow this? Well, I want to make really clear, it is you, the people. Every time they try to gaslight you and tell you that what you see with your own eyes is not happening, you are strong, you are so powerful, and you finally have learned not to listen to them anymore. Uh, you can find us at americasmom.net and just join the effort to take back your state. You, you have the authority already. Your founders gave it to you via the Constitution, which God had already ordained. You have the power. You have the authority. Don't let these elitists gaslight you anymore. What you think is happening, it is happening. And we are winning. We are winning. So, Steve, thank you so much for everything that you do on War Room. This is an unbelievable platform that you have and have given to us. And we are very grateful. Thank you. So you guys will make it work. Tina Peters, you, ma'am. How do people get to you? How do we follow 24 hours a day? Because Jenna Griswold, hey, I don't think she's not smart and tough. She's smart and she's tough. And she's not going to sit there. Oh, this is lovely. The worm guys raised this for Sharona and Tina Peters. Yeah, come on. Let's go do a hand count. Let's check the machines, etc. That is not going to happen. This is just going to go to the next fight. Tina Peters. <laughs> well, like I said before, God said, let my people go. We have an army of, of lawyers all over that are going, that are coming to our aid. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that, uh, you know, they put these stand-up people like Phil, uh, Phil Weiser made this, uh, who was our attorney general, uh, startup Colorado founded in 2011. Guess who's on there? Mike O'Donnell. I don't know if people can see that. Mike O'Donnell. Mike O'Donnell was in the race to be the upsetter. Pam Anderson. No, she's not doing anything to defeat Jenna Griswold right now. She is. She was the CTCL uh, operative that Mark Zuckerberg funneled $470 million through. Both of these ran against me, and they lost. So uh, we, Colorado, we need to get. We need to file ethics violations against these judges, against these people that are uh, that are putting all of this out here that are attacking me. I mean, Jared Polis it appointed the judge, the hanging judge that's wanting to put me in prison. His name's William Barrett, William D. Barrett. We need to file ethics violations against them, against Judge Robeson for legislating from the bench, not having the will of the people. We need to, I was kicked out of my office unlawfully. The, the, there is a, a remedy for that. And it's called a recall. They circumvented that to do the will of Jenna Griswold, Jared Polis, and Attorney General Bill Weiser and Merrick Garland okay. in this state okay. to take me out, silence your voice, and we need to fight back. So, uh, you know, the FBI, you're right, Steve. They raided my home. They raided uh, uh, Sharon Bishop's home and two others. We cannot let this be done yeah. to ordinary citizens. Tina yeah. Peters for Colorado.com. Give it to me one more time. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. I'm going to update this website right now. You can go on and find the uh, the reports one, two, and three that are legal evidence of the steal yep. 
and of Perfect. why these machines can't be used for a recount. Okay, let's move out. We got to move out hard on this one. I, you guys are the tip yes. of the spear. We got an army of people come together. Colorado is it. That's the first state. Remember, there's a certain irony in this. This is the first state they targeted to flip from red to blue. And now guess what? We're back in Colorado, kind of where it all started with the Soros money back in what, 2004. Uh, yes. I also want to say about the FBI, they chained up, they chained, even, even the left-wing judge questioning, the left, they chained Peter Navarro like a dog, up like a dog. Every dog, I'm a student of history. Every dog will have its day. Tina Peters, Sharona Bishop, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. We'll get everybody up onto your site right away. Thank you, ma'am. God or bless ma'ams. you. Thank you. Okay, do we have time? Let's play, let's play, do we have, let's play the Kramer intro to Steve Cortez. Let's roll. I think everywhere the concern is inflation, absolutely around the world, and pretty much around the world there's fear of recession. As you heard the president here worried about that, we may well see another quarter of GDP decline. Is it technically a recession or not is a question. In Europe, ditto, Germany may well see the second quarter of GDP decline. In Europe, the big question is what happens with gas. As you heard just today, the Russians have cut again the amount of gas they're allowing through the pipeline into Europe. That's the biggest problem for Europe. Is it going to face an energy shock that tips into recession? And then in Asia, the problem with China is its zero COVID policy, which is keeping the clamper on the economy. So everywhere, recession is a problem. I think the U.S. is probably relatively stronger than many. I think I'm here now. This is an economy that doesn't feel like it's going into a deep recession, certainly. And it is not like the Fed was alone in calling this wrong. Most economists thought inflation would go away on its own. And some of the loudest voices on Wall Street were arguing against the Fed raising interest rates because they, too, thought that inflation would be transitory. For instance, here is Jim Cramer. The answer to the question, what if a garbage can full of cocaine and business school pamphlets wish to be a real boy? Making that very argument in November of last year. The bottom line, I don't think Powell needs to slam the brakes on the economy. Despite what you hear from the inflation nieces in the media, the weight of the evidence is finally going Powell's way. Team transitory is going to win. I say stop freaking about inflation. Okay, setting aside the fact that he's speaking with an intensity level there, best described as Patty Lapone admonishing a rude audience member, it's pretty clear that this clip, much like Jim Cramer himself, has not aged very well, because here he was just six months later doing a full 180 with a very different tone. I think that Powell may not understand. We gotta break this, we gotta break it now, because this was the week where you realized that it is just inflamed and it is not going away. Uh, and I, I was, I, I was just kind of just, I, 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 look, I was shocked. I, I just didn't know that it was as bad as it is. It's in every aisle. The inflation's in every aisle. Wow, that was a pretty dramatic turnaround. He went from loudly unconcerned about rising prices to full-blown inflation Easter in a matter of months. And quick question, what exactly is going on with this expression right here? That is not the face you make when you're concerned about inflation. That's the face you make when you're watching a giraffe give birth. (laughs) The fact is, a lot of smart people and Jim Cramer read this situation wrong. And there isn't really a roadmap for what to do next. As one Wall Street Journal columnist has said, economic models that worked for decades broke down during the pandemic and alternatives have yet to emerge. Now, one thing that would really help is if we knew the extent to which this is a supply or a demand problem. I don't know if they've lost control of the situation. Now, it's true that they have a lower income uh, customer, but not that low that this is just a given. No one is criticizing them for being perhaps 
executing poorly. So I am, I'm from a retail background. My parents are both retailers. When I see this, it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder, do they have control over what is really going on? You're from the clown background. It's Walmart, dude. Okay, short break. Cortez is going to explain it all to you, Brad, and Harnwell, too, next in the war room. Friends, when America's farmers themselves start warning us about impending unavoidable food shortages, do you think there might be a problem in this country? Well, you bet there is. Fertilizer shortages are going to impact you and your family very, very soon. That's why I suggest you drop what you're doing and go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find a special offer where you can save $150 on a three-month emergency food kit from my Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of well-prepared customers who will be able to eat when the food shortage hits, and those shortages are going to hit. Their three-month food kits give you over 2,000 calories per day and are selling fast, so don't wait. You get free shipping, and your food will arrive at your home in unmarked boxes. Get one kit for each person in your family. You'll need it. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. It's no longer if, it's when the extensive food shortages are coming. Go to preparewithbannon.com. Do that today. Action, action, action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, from the sublime to the less sublime, from Colorado. Man, it is a firestorm out there. Going to start today. They never expected Tina Peters to show back up, but she is. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com. Promo code WAR. Mike Lindell, the great Mike Lindell, the armor-piercing show. We're going to talk about Walmart here in a second. They yanked him, gave him the hook, right? That's one of the reasons their profits are down. Mike Lindell's not there. But you can go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARM, get the pillows that Walmart won't sell, $19.80, all-time good deal, plus those great sheets, $39, the buy one, get one freeze, you got it all, the slippers, the biblical pillows, go, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM, get jacked up, go there today. Steve Cortez, first off, Brother Cortez, that was the editor, and she and I have a long history at The Economist. I love The Economist. She and I see the world differently. That's the right. senior editor of The Economist. Cortez, the reason I wanted to play that clip, and I got Walmart in there, I got inflation in there, I got it all. It, it, she, I hear one thing from Cortez on War Room. Right. I hear another thing from The Economist on Morning Joe. Which, which one's correct, sir? Well, uh, I come with facts. I come with the actual numbers, data and evidence. <laughs> Notice she does not. Uh, Zanny Beddoes, I believe is her name. And she's sort of a British version of Janet Yellen saying, oh, no, it's not a recession. We're just transitioning to something much slower. Now, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about actual facts. She said there in that MSNBC hit that you played, she said that the U.S. was in a better situation than Europe and then the rest of the world. The exact opposite is true if we look at the data, if we look at PMI, Purchasing Managers in index. And those are done on a global basis the same way. So it is a rigorous way to compare on an apples to apples basis, country against country. And I showed this, this table last week on your show on War Room. I'll be happy to, to dig it up again. Among the G20 countries, America is literally last. We have the lowest PMI 
in the world among industrialized nations. It is now well below 50. The composite PMI for the U.S. is 47.5. Any number below 50 signals contraction. Translation, recession, because we are clearly in a recession in the United States. Now, uh, as further evidence of that, let's talk about Walmart, because that was the huge news out after the bell yesterday. Walmart is getting walloped today. It is down 11 bucks. That's eight and a half percent in a single day. That's a chart that we're showing of Walmart back one year. What I think is really important there, Steve, and uh, I'm, I'm sort of channeling the British, uh, you know, more from the British. Maybe Zandy Bettles would appreciate that. Uh, on, the, on the London tube, the subway, they say, mind the gap. Well, I'm saying on this chart, mind the gaps, plural, in Walmart. Because back in May, just a few weeks ago, Walmart had its worst single session since the 1987 crash. That same week, Target stores, so it's not just a Walmart issue, Target also had its worst single day in May since the 1987 crash. Now another massive gap down today. Why? Because Walmart says that its shoppers, its consumers, and this is a ubiquitous company all over America. I'm not a fan of Walmart, by the way, and the way they operate. I think they do a lot of harm to America, but it still is a fantastic read into where Americans are financially, particularly middle and lower income Americans. And then Walmart tells us that their shoppers are so strapped because of what they have to pay for rent, for food, and for fuel, that they cannot afford discretionary items in Walmart. That is the reality. Let's go to chart number two, because I also want to show that this is not Walmart specific. This is the XRT, Steve. That is an ETF, an exchange-traded fund, for all the retailers put together. So in one ticker, XRT, you get all of the big retailers in America in one stock, effectively. And if you look at that chart, it is a very demonstrable downtrend from the upper left on your screen to the lower right. It has been in a massive downtrend because of what Joe Biden is doing to consumers in this country right now. The XRT is off 40% from its highs of last November, Steve, 40%. So 20% defines a bear market. This is a double bear market right now in retailers. That is the reality. This is recession. I don't care what the White House wants to do in terms of parsing words and trying to dig into semantics and trying to pressure a group of bureaucratic economists into not declaring a recession. This is a recession. I want to make sure people understand one thing. In the last, since the first one, they had the, the, it was a couple of months ago, they had the hit that was the worst since 1987, since the the market sell off that day, which was, I think, one of the biggest market sell offs ever. We've had both of these happen in what, less than a six month period. These companies are the most math, they're as mathematical as the hedge funds. There's not a square inch in Walmart that they don't know contribution to the bottom line. And if you're not making it, you're out. That was was so radical about throwing my pillow out. But Steve, th- this is caught. They have a simple problem. The folks go into the stores. They can only buy the food and get the gas outside because the rent. Remember, right. they're late on rent right now. There's they right. don't have the opportunity to buy the CD, to buy the extra T-shirt, to buy the things the kids want. Another piece of another pair of sneakers. That's why the inventory's got to be marked down. That's why they change their earnings. These are not, and for Kramer to sit there and go, they didn't know what they're doing. This guy's the biggest moron in verse. Anything he says, it's the exact opposite. Right. They are on top of things. This is because you've been a cheerleader for a political party that has destroyed the people going Walmart. Anybody that shops at Walmart that votes for a Democrat on November 8th, you deserve what you're getting. You've got an opportunity to throw these bums out. So make sure when you're walking up and down the aisle of Walmart and you can, the kids are, hey, mom, I want another T-shirt. I want a pair of sneakers. Can we buy that movie? And you can't do it. 
you right. got to look to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and all the shills around. Them. They're sitting there parsing. It's like we're in medieval theology, right? We're discussing right. how many uh, how many angels on the head of the pen. Forget this ridiculous all day long is recession, not recession. Screw you. Ask the American people. Steve Cortez, 42 percent go to can't go to sleep at night because they can't pay their bills. Right. right? Old folks that have worked their entire life to support this country can't pay for anything. Steve Cortez, are we in a recession for the is American working man and woman and their children and their families in a recession right now, sir? We are 100% in a recession. The only real question is the extent of it. Just how deep and how severe is it going to be? Uh, I fear the answer to those questions, unfortunately, is it's going to get much worse before it can get better. And by the way, regarding Kramer trying to blame management down in Bentonville, Arkansas, Kramer is a clown. And he used to do real analysis. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened to that network. That network used to do real analysis. And now it's all spin. It's all commitment to narrative. Anybody who knows the world of retailers knows that the management of Walmart, and Again, I'm not a fan of their management because I think they're sellouts to China and I think they do a lot of harm to Main Street America. However, I will also say this. When it comes to their management skill, to their acumen, they are a bunch of killers down there in Bentonville, Arkansas. So if they can't manage this situation, that shows you just how severe, uh, just how what a Amen. crisis level uh, uh, create, creation chaos has been created by Joe Biden in this country. Because if, the, if those killers in Bentonville can't manage it, then believe me, it's unmanageable right now because we are in an all out economic route. And here's part of the reason, Steve, why, unfortunately, I am pessimistic and bearish. And I think the situation is going to get worse. It's because of what's going on in natural gas today. So if we pull up chart number three here, natural gas today has been up as much as 10 percent. For the day, Steve, for the day, for the session, uh, and you can see that that's the September contract, futures contract. The August contract just hit the highest level since 2008 at new contract highs. And what I really want to point out here is why is natural gas absolutely soaring? It is up, Steve. This is stunning. In July, 66% in the month of July, natural gas. Why? Because Joe Biden and NATO insist on escalation of what should be a regional showdown in the Black Sea. Instead, we are literally funding, the United States and NATO are funding both sides of that struggle and, and turning it into an international crisis, one that has dire economic consequences. Natural gas, Steve, is so important in part because it's so critical to agriculture. So if you think food prices are bad now, if these natural gas prices persist of natural gas above $9, by the way, when Joe Biden took office, natural gas was $2.50. It was plentiful, abundant, and cheap in the United States oh, because a, the good Lord has know, blessed a, our nation with oceans of natural gas under where our the feet. Saudi Arabia, where the, we got three Saudi Arabias in the United States, in the Permian Basin, up in Pennsylvania, New York, and in Alaska. We have three. Yeah, it was, it's Steve, the it Gulf was of Mexico, too, maybe. It was two dollars yep. and fifty cents. As we speak right now, it is well above nine dollars. Natural gas is critical for for agriculture, particularly as it relates to fertilizer. And of course, fertilizer prices have absolutely skyrocketed. So this has so so many implications beyond even just what you're paying for natural gas in your home. Um, and a lot of people think of natural gas only in terms of winter, in terms of home heating. A lot of your air conditioning is actually powered by natural gas because that's what's generating the electricity that you need in your home for AC. So it's a, it's a warm weather month issue as well as a cold weather issue. But then even more important than that consumer side is that natural gas is really what powers the 
factories and farms of America. They run on natural gas. And so this spike in natural gas, which again, is totally unnecessary. If the United States were not instigating and escalating this conflict and turning it into a global conflict, if that weren't going on, we would have dependable, reliable, cheap natural gas. And if Joe Biden hadn't declared war on American yeah. energy. So these consequences, you know, again, are dire. And it, you, you think it's bad now for Walmart. If I look at natural gas, Steve, that tells me things are going to get even worse for Walmart and more importantly, for the people who shop at Walmart. The uh, Financial Times of London lead headline, fears of Europe gas crunch mount as Russia cuts Nord Stream 1 flows. We're going to get to Ben Harnwell is going to join us here in a minute. Walk us all through the lot of this a lot of these issues coming together now on this ridiculous situation in Ukraine. Uh, Cortez, how do people uh, how do people get to you? How do they follow yeah. you on your live Steve, streams and on your feed? First yes, two, if I could just very quickly, Joni Ernst, Republican, yeah. Republican senator from Iowa, farm state. Here's what she said yesterday about Ukraine. You want to talk about escalation. She was at AFPI and she said this, I'm quoting. We must absolutely annihilate the Russian forces and get them to crawl back into Russia so bloody and bruised that they can't come back absolutely annihilate the Russian forces. Not that's exactly insane. de-escalation, that's and that's from a Republican, no, okay, who doesn't care that natural gas hold it, hold is it. going to crush hold her it. constituents. Hold it, not just that, she's over at the America First Policy Institute saying that. Uh, hello, did not you get America the memo First. on America First? Not America, it's ridiculous. All that, it's all the neocon, neoliberals yeah. over there, they're trying to hide behind that. Cortez, how do people get? Thank you for bringing yeah, so it up. Please, get, find me, uh, please find me on Getter. I'm at Steve and find me on uh, Twitter. I'm at Cortez, Steve Cortez with an S. Steve Cortez, great. And let's bring in Dave Brat. I'm going to get to Harnwell in the next block. Brat, give us your assessment of what you've seen so far in these economic numbers, sir. Yeah, well, I got a chart. Uh, Cameron's probably pulling it up. On, it's a composite of uh, all output. Well, at first, you can see that that's uh, 85 percent of stocks are owned by 15 percent of the people. So when you're talking about uh, mom and dad not being able to buy uh, clothes and food for the kids, uh, that's 85 percent of the folks we're talking about. The next chart uh, goes against what uh, Treasury Secretary Yellen said the other day. She said there's no uh, broad based uh, evidence of of output falling. Well, there is. Uh, and the chart, uh, this composite output uh, chart shows that right now it's the black line going straight down underneath the S&P 500. So output is collapsing right now. It's also uh, out on the uh, the web. Everyone can find it out at uh, FinBiz and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but why is that important? Because the only thing the White House is touting right now, Yellen and Biden and the White House uh, press secretary, et cetera, is the jobs reports. Well, then they have an even more difficult predicament because if you got so many more jobs, why are all the jobs making even less output? Output is the thing that matters, right? That's the real economy. And the stocks oh, represent <laughs> earnings and profits reports, that's which the, are also that's down. The finan- yeah. Right. Hang on for a second. We're, we're going to take a break, but I want to come back right. and you make your theory of the case. You're the first guy to say, hey, look, the real economy, the productive economy is, a, is, a, is dead, right? All we've been doing is these phony printing money and juicing the system. That's what's kept it alive so far. Dave Bratt from Liberty University, the Dean of the Business School down there. Ben Harnwell, we got a lot to talk about Ukraine. Gonna go to CPAC, all of it next in the world.
With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider, and they have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word, PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today, PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. It's free. It's easy. And you can catch us, Cortez, myself, Harnwell, even Professor Dean Dave Bratt is up. Uh, Go to Getter. And I'm up 24-7 a day, okay, as many of us are. And I'm getting great feedback. I actually did a Getter uh, stream last night. Uh, with uh, was a Chase Geyser, fantastic interview. Uh, well, I'm going to put that up. I think he's breaking it down into pieces. I'll put it back up. Brad, you're the first guy that's really come forward and said, hey, look, forget all this happy talk you're hearing. The underlying economy itself has been dead. It's been dead for a while. We really have never recovered from 2008. Make your case right now while Janet Yellen's and the ridiculous, oh, it's a technically, it's, uh, it's a two quarters, boom, boom. You hit right, you cut right to it. It's about output. Tell me about, give me your analysis, and the chart's blurry, so you're going to have to describe it. Tell me your analysis on output and where the real economy is, sir. Yeah, there's just a, a, a graph out there. Uh, it's a comp, composite of all output, uh, which is just a proxy for GDP. It's the amount of stuff you make every year. And that's what matters, right? Uh, the amount of output uh, creates the earnings and the profits of firms, uh, and then that generates the stock prices. Uh, so eventually uh, you run out of uh, trickery and, and you run out of bullets. The Fed is no longer going to print a ton of money because they got inflation problem on their hands, which is more serious uh, to voting. Uh, I don't I don't think it's a concern for the welfare of the American people. Otherwise, they do something on the production side and the supply side and the energy side. And so this time they're trapped. Right. Uh, Yellen said, and, and the reason I brought it up is because Yellen's quote right off the mark just said there is no uh, broad-based uh, evidence that uh, uh, several sectors are, are declining. Well, there are. It's the entire economy. It's the entire output of the economy. 
Uh, so she's not uh, being truthful in that statement. And the reason they're trapped right now uh, is because there's no bullets left. If they print more money, you get inflation. Uh, and if you spend more money, you get inflation in government. And I'm not sure how many folks uh, have a stomach for that right now as well. And so now we finally, you know, for 20 years, people have always asked me on, on the campaign trail, whatever, how long can we keep printing money? And I said, I, I'm stunned as well. Uh, we have 100 trillion in unfunded liabilities on top of the 30 trillion in debt, right? Social Security and Medicare. And But now the, the day has finally come. It's not good news for us, uh, but it is going to bring account uh, some sanity uh, in economic uh, truth telling again. Larry Summers is sitting there going, we need, I think, 6%. I'll get this and pull up for a second. I think we need 6% employment for a couple of years or 10% quickly. You need to, that's how much they need to raise rates, which is not going to happen. I'm telling you what's going to happen. They're going to come back from this August recess. They're going to start immediately talking about the massive continued resolutions. Everything's going to be about a massive stimulus. Brad, am I wrong? They're going to come back and say we need a massive stimulus package. Am I yeah, incorrect? And, and the markets, I mean, this gets complex, but the markets are already pricing in in about six months, a reduction in the interest rate, more, you know, easing. So right now they're tightening. They're trying to do magic again, right? They, they, they think they're geniuses instead of just yeah. focusing on the fundamentals. Make the kids read and write and do mathematics, study hard, work hard, get the old American work ethic back in shape, and uh, we'd be great. But no one wants to focus on the supply side. It's all this Keynesian demand side. Let's, you know, tweak consumption, investment, exports, whatever. It, it, we're out of bullets. And this show called it, you know, two years ago or more. And so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of the war room and to be on it. Uh, uh, and folks, if you ever want to find out uh, what reality is, just go 10 or 20 years back before the politics got crazy and look up Milton Friedman out on YouTube or look up John Taylor at Stanford. He's the next great monetary guy. And we need to hold the Fed. It's, it's not that complex. If we have the Fed follow the Taylor rule, we will not get into these scenarios anymore. And then we got to quit giving away money at home and abroad and get everybody, everybody back into the P workforce. P people forget because of the final, the uh, trillion dollar triage goes into it quite in depth. Yep. And by the way, uh, on Wednesday at six o'clock, I'm going to do one hour with the Lords of e Easy Money author, Christopher Leonard, one hour that I'm going to walk through the entire Federal Reserve and how the Federal Reserve, the undemocratic, uncontrolled Federal Reserve right, owned right. by the elites, this guy's in this chat. But people forget the three finalists, when they decided there wasn't going to be yelling, in 18, the three finalists, excuse me, 17, the three finalists for head of the Federal Reserve was a Ke Kevin Warsh, uh, Powell, and John Taylor. John Taylor came that close to becoming the head of yeah. the Federal Reserve from, from, from Stanford. And I tell you, economic history would have been quite different if Brother yep. Taylor had been selected. Brad, now that you're on social media, how do people get to you, sir? Brat Economics. Uh, just go Brat Economics. Then I'm I'm also uh, out on your show all the time, all over the web. People can find my uh, older editions there as well. And then third floor, Liberty University uh, Business School. I'm the dean. Uh, bring your young people. We'd love to train them in and uh, give them the full arsenal of economics, theology, religion, philosophy, ethics, the whole shoot and match, which has been forgotten by the Western tradition. Your, your wife talked to you how to put in Brat Pitt up there. She said Brat Economics. Brat Economics. Brat Economics. A little more prosaic. Brat, thank you very much. Glad you're up yeah, on, on Blatter. Take was, care. Oh, fabulous work. Um, in fact, I might get Brat talking in to join us at 6 o'clock. Uh, so 6 o'clock, we're going to have 
uh, Christopher Lund. I've got Harnwell, uh, but I can't fit him in right now. He's got so much. Ben's got the issue of uh, of Victor Orban and what Orban is doing to actually talk rationality into this entire situation in the Ukraine war. But we also have some very important stories that are breaking. The New York Times today has broken a story about, hey, and I've got it up on Getter, about uh, don't believe all the thing you're hearing about. All the Ukrainians are patriotically running to the running to the Eastern Front to defend their country. It's not quite like that. And the New York Times actually breaks that story. Ben Harner was going to walk you through. Plus, there's now a, uh, a firefight on, the, on our side of the football. A lot of it was at the American First Policy Institute yesterday where people are going super neocon. They're talking about, Republicans are talking about destroying the Russian military in this. And people are saying, whoa, 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 what are we talking about? What are we talking about? And you just heard uh, Steve Cortez did an amazing job of breaking down the economics of it. Dave Walsh, I think it's going to be at six o'clock tonight. We're going to cover this in excruciating detail because it's affecting, affecting, affecting the uh, economy of the United States of America. Harnwell's going to hang on. We're going to get to him. We're going to come back. We got Mercedes and Matt Schlapp. We're going to talk about CPAC and also the tectonic plate shift of the Hispanic Americans. And really, the biggest shift ever demographically of any uh, any group in their political outlook and philosophy. And what it means for you and your country next in the war room. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.